Welcome to the Story Forest, a podcast of original tales for curious and adventurous children. Today it's back to Wickedy Woods as we join Theo the Monster Hunter on his new adventures. He's out in the forest looking for his friends, but everyone seems to be ignoring him. What's going on? Written by Anna Roberts and read by her favourite storyteller in the world, her mother, Pam McNaughton. Monster Surprise It was Saturday and Theo woke early, ready and excited for a day in Wickety Woods with his friends, Molly from school and the monsters. Theo had discovered the monsters when his family had moved to a house backing onto the woods. It had been a shock to discover then too that he was a monster hunter which meant he could see and understand monsters, and also that it was his job to protect them and keep them out of the way of humans. This had proved difficult, particularly as there had been a lady called Mrs Heston who had been trying to destroy the woods and all the monsters in them. Spreading his jam on his toast, Theo remembered with a smile how all the monsters of the woods had come together to stop the construction crews, digging ditches, firing needles, making fake rain and thunder. But it was Mr Sebastian, the monster hunter who had lived here already, who had finally saved the day, arriving on a massive flying monster, and having a long talk to Mrs Heston. Mrs Heston had gone back to America now, and a few other things had changed. Theo's friend at his new school, Molly, had found out about the monsters and was starting to become a monster hunter herself. The summer had come, and autumn, and winter, and now it was spring again. Theo was definitely well settled into his new house, new school, and into his role as a monster hunter. In fact, when he looked back, he wondered how he ever coped without the excitement of having whole wood full of monsters as his friends. Theo finished his toast, shouted goodbye to mum and dad, who were still in bed, and went out the back door. He went down to the bottom of the garden and pushed aside the loose bit of fence. He stepped through it and breathed deeply. He was back in wickety woods. The sun was shining through the trees and Theo could hear birds chirping. As he walked towards the hollow tree where he kept his monster hunting gear, he kept his eyes open. Usually he would see monsters all over the place, Tiny orange mentalors who fed off the bark of trees, or nickstores who looked like branches, or lindaluns, or a flourish, or any number of monsters. He was always meeting new ones too. But today he saw nothing. He frowned but kept moving. He whistled out the long whistle that would usually bring Matilda, the sensible purple bat-like aeropuff, to his side but she didn't come. Theo reached the hollow tree and looked inside. Usually, these days, there would be two top hats, two long sticks and two remote controls in there. His monster hunting gear 
and Molly's. Today there was only his. Theo couldn't help beginning to wonder, where was everybody? What were they doing and why were they doing it without him? Why hadn't Molly come to get him if something was going wrong or even if something was happening? He jammed the top hat on his head, pocketed the remote control and gripped the staff firmly. He didn't always wear them in the woods as it did get him some funny looks if people were around but today he felt like reminding everyone that he was a monster hunter. The woods were still strangely quiet. Theo walked to Tricklemore's bath where the giant monster usually soaked in the mud and water to keep his skin fresh. But it was empty. He went and bashed the trunk in the middle of a clearing, which would usually bring the giant digging verbondens to the surface. But nothing happened. He roamed through clearings and thickets, climbed trees and called out, but nothing appeared. Where on earth was everyone? Then, suddenly, he turned into a clearing and saw some people and some monsters. There gathered were Mr Sebastian, Molly, Matilda and Hugo, the bouncing orange monster. They were in a tight circle and discussing something. Hello, Theo said, walking towards them uncertainly. They all stopped talking at once and turned towards him as if they didn't want him to know what they were talking about. Oh, er, hello, Theo. Nice day, isn't it? Molly spoke. Theo frowned. Up early, I see. Good, good. Mr Sebastian joined in. It was very clear that they didn't want Theo there at all. Yes, Theo said, not quite sure what to do. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see you around then. I'll go and check on the, um... Grand dudes. They all looked relieved, and Theo turned around and marched out of the clearing. Fine, he thought. Fine, if they don't want me, I don't want them either. He wiped his eye crossly, then stomped off towards the Crandude nest. The Crandudes, at least, were there. The two slow, greyish parents and the three children, bigger now, with their bright-coloured skin beginning to fade. Theo played a couple of games with these monsters that moved, thought and spoke very slowly, then wandered off. He wasn't really sure what he wanted to do, but he was cross and could feel his frustration running through his body, making him restless. He kicked a tree stump and it hurt. Then he had an idea. When Mr and Mrs Heston had sold their house, they separated off their old luxury treehouse and left it for the children of the village. As all Theo's other friends seemed to have abandoned him, he'd go and see if there was anyone there. He crossed the forest quickly, trying and trying not to think of all his friends hanging out without him, having secrets from him. He got to the treehouse and after discreetly hiding his monster-hunting gear, he climbed the ladder. The treehouse was wonderful, a big curved room made from wood, with benches built in around the sides. He heard voices and his head popped up inside. 
and his heart sank. He had hoped Evie or Sam would be there, or just about anyone except Harry and Ben, the twins. It's city boy, Harry said lazily, throwing a small stick towards the trapdoor that Theo was climbing up through. What are you doing here? Thought you did homework all day on Saturdays. Ben sniggered. Theo rolled his eyes and went to sit on a bench on the other side, determined not to let them get to him. Wow, coming to the treehouse on your own, you are such a loser, Ben said. Where are your friends? Well, where are your friends? Theo turned on them, suddenly furious. At least I don't only have to hang out with my family all the time. Harry raised his eyebrows and Ben laughed, repeating what Theo had said in a silly, high-pitched voice. Theo rolled his eyes and looked out of the window again into the forest. Even though he knew it was stupid, he couldn't stop the thoughts going around in his head. Were his friends real friends? Why were they excluding him? Had he done something wrong? Harry and Ben kept on taunting him and after a few minutes he climbed back down the ladder and onto the forest floor. He had had enough. He was going home and he would play video games on his own. Forget trying to have fun with the monsters or his friends in the forest. Forget trying to work out what was going wrong. If they wanted him, they could come and get him. Even if there were monsters moving through the forest now, Theo wouldn't have seen them. He kept his face down and rushed through the trees he knew so well, wanting to get out of there as quickly as possible. When he got to the hollow tree, ready to dump his hat, stick and remote control, Molly was standing there looking at him. Hello, Theo, she said and smiled. Hey, he said shortly. I'm sure you've got lots of people and monsters to see. I'll see you at school. He shoved past her a bit, but she grabbed his arm. What are you talking about? I've come here to find you. You need to come with me, now. Theo could still feel the anger raging around his body and he shook her arm off. You didn't seem to want me earlier, he mumbled. That. Oh, well, you'll see. We really need you, Theo. Are you coming or not? Theo sighed, then dropped his arms. His monster hunter responsibility kicked in. All right, he said grumpily, and Molly started to lead the way through the forest. She chatted on about the different monsters and their weekend homework and the cheese scones she was trying to perfect and tried to convince him to join the school basketball team. Theo didn't say much in response, and he couldn't help thinking that she seemed a bit nervous too. They got to the very heart of the forest, and then Molly stopped and gave Theo a strange smile. You go on, into the clearing, Theo. He frowned at her, then stepped forward, pushing through the leaves and the trees, 
into the most sheltered clearing in the forest. He broke through into the open and there, gathered together, were hundreds and hundreds of monsters, all together under a banner that said, Hooray for Theo, in wonky lettering, and behind a huge table that was utterly covered in all different monster and human foods. Surprise! The monsters honked and shouted and blew and trumpeted and thundered and clapped, all in their own ways. Theo felt Molly come to stand beside him. She was grinning. From among the monsters, Matilda flew towards them, also grinning. You've been a monster hunter for a whole year, Theo. This party is for you. She swooped around the sky and some Lindelands floated in the air too, making it sparkle and glisten. Mr Sebastian stepped forward now and raised his arms for quiet. The monsters were silent and he began a speech. I had no doubt when we first met that Theo was a monster hunter, but I had no idea that he was going to be such a good one. He faced down the greatest threat these woods have ever seen, and he has excelled ever since too. Here's to Theo! Mr Sebastian raised a glass, and the monsters made all their loud noises again. Theo, though very pleased, felt heat flush to his face. Mr Sebastian must have noticed, as he waved his arms in the air again. Well... Well, that's enough words for now. Perhaps we can have some more speeches later on. But for now, let's eat. The monsters cheered again and swooped towards the table. Theo, still not quite able to move, realised he was grinning stupidly. The people and monsters who knew him best gathered around him. Matilda. Mr Sebastian, Tricklemore and Hugo, who bounced onto Theo's head. Bounced you, Theo, he said, turning a somersault in the air, then getting stuck on a branch. Um, Theo could still feel the stupid grin on his face and the others laughed. Um, thanks, I couldn't have done it without you all. Well done, Theo. Tricklemore said, patting Theo's shoulder with a large, heavy hand. Let's go before the Crandudes eat everything, Molly said, and then Theo wasn't embarrassed any more, but just started to enjoy celebrating with his friends and all the wonderful monsters. It had been an amazing year. After everything with Mrs Heston, Theo and Molly had thrown themselves into making life in the forest fun. Summer had been full of picnics and basketball tournaments with unconventional, monsterish rules. Autumn had been games of hide-and-seek and hot drinks and lectures by the Honlobers on their favourite books. Winter had been wonderful and full of adventures and meeting new monsters who only came out in the cold. And now it was spring again. Theo sighed happily, then filled his first plate and then his stomach. The monsters started playing games, the sun shone in the sky and Theo eventually sat down next to where Molly and a fuzzy pale blue Norfolo 
were discussing the best recipe for chocolate tart. He lay his head back against a tree and looked up into the blue sky. Above him, something was floating around on the breeze. It looked like a collection of odd coloured feathers and a piece of paper. He watched it floating around on the breeze until suddenly the feathers began to move against the wind. He sat up. Was this a new monster? The little thing was pushing against the wind now. Theo could see it working hard, flapping the few feathers in their aqua, purple and orange shades. He couldn't make out a face or a body, just the gusts threatening to throw it off course. He stood up. No one else seemed to have noticed, and the thing was trying to move in his direction, it seemed. It came closer, slowly, and Theo reached up to grab the paper and relieve the feathered thing of its burden. But another hand took it before he could reach, Mr Sebastian, who had a very odd expression on his face. He took the envelope and the feathered thing drifted to a tree to recover. Mr Sebastian opened it. Everyone was watching now. As he read the letter that was inside, his face went through a very strange transformation. The colour seemed to fade and his skin seemed to sag. What is it? Theo said in a whisper and every eye in the clearing was turned towards Mr Sebastian who cleared his throat and spoke loudly. It's a letter from the court of the Monster King. His voice sounded stretched. He, he has heard of the wonders of Wickety Woods and wants to come here to take residence for some time. He, he will arrive uh, in a week. The hush around the clearing continued until Hugo bounced through the middle. The king, he cried, the king! And then all the monsters were dancing and laughing and shouting in triumph, wilder than Theo had ever seen them before. The ground shook as the bants stomped, the trees swayed, the leaves flew up above them. Theo hoped there weren't any humans nearby. This would be hard to miss. The monsters swirled and danced in a mass of colours and feathers and limbs, wings, tentacles and tails. So... I guess this is a good thing, Theo said. He, Molly and Mr Sebastian were the only ones left at the edge. Mr Sebastian shook his head slowly. It is an honour indeed, but the king of the monsters is no tame beast. He's not easy to manage, to hide or persuade. He would put more pressure on Wickety Woods and on the village than we could bear. He's huge, for one thing. Oh, I don't know what to do. Theo frowned. He had never heard Mr Sebastian say that before. Could you just explain? Molly asked. Surely you'd understand. Mr Sebastian exhaled and shook his head. The king of the monsters doesn't care greatly about those sorts of considerations. He is proud and imperious. If we were to ask him, it would make him all the more determined. Is there no one he would listen to? 
Theo felt his heart begin to beat faster. He had met so many monsters, seen so many things. But for Mr Sebastian to be worried, that was new. He went to take the remote control out of his pocket. By Monster Hunter law, if you couldn't think of anything else to do, you should press a button. It had worked once before. I know, Mr Sebastian said before Theo could press a button. I'll have to go and see the Monster Council. Yes, that would do it. They're the only ones he would listen to. He looked relieved, but then worried again as he looked down at Theo and Molly. I'll have to leave immediately, and it may take me longer than a week. The Monster Council live all over the world and must be assembled. It's a long process, but we'll have to do it. But it means you may have to look after the Monster King for a bit while I'm gone. Molly looked a bit green. Theo gulped. Mr Sebastian furrowed his brow again. Matilda will be able to help you prepare. The monsters will be... ah. They all looked around to see the monsters now throwing the lighter ones in the air and chanting. Uh, They all look up to him a lot. Best not to mention my mission or, or anything like that. And they'll be very excited. Oh dear. We'll manage Mr Sebastian, Molly said. And Theo looked at her, wishing he could feel that confident. Just then, a human voice sounded through the trees, coming this way. Theo looked up and saw the bush moving. He sprang into action, discarding the stick and hat, and threw himself in between the bushes. Um, Sorry, would, would you mind going another way? My friend was just sick and she doesn't want... No, 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 don't worry, we've got everything we need. Theo hardly saw the walkers, who turned away from the monster gathering and went back through the trees. I've got to go, Mr Sebastian said abruptly. There's no time to waste. Uh, You you two will do very well. Goodbye. And then he shook each of their hands and strode off into the forest, leaving Theo and Molly staring into the clearing full of monsters. Today had been about celebrating everything he had done as a monster hunter, about the big battle they had fought and won, about everything he had learned about monsters, about how he had grown. But suddenly Theo felt as though he knew nothing at all. Mr Sebastian had gone again and the Monster King was arriving in just one week. Molly passed him a piece of cake on a plate. She grinned at him. At least you're not on your own this time, Theo. Isn't it all exciting? The end. Thanks for listening. We've got six entire series ready to catch up on too. From time travel in the night castle to Toby and Eva searching for their parents with the help of a song in the Sapphire Islands to Princess Isabel's many adventures. There's sure to be a series you'd love. See you next week for Theo's next adventure. (laughs)